Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If I needed a performance tip for how to be better at something um, in everyday life, what would your what would your performance tip to me be? What could I do better every day? The single most impactful thing for me on my entire career as an athlete and as a person is really understanding myself as a person. Understanding, you know, what what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are my fears? What am I, you know, you know, why, the whys behind all of those things, understanding myself. So the better people understand themselves, the better you're able to, to navigate life and life situations, not just winning gold medals, but, you know, raising kids, you know, um, you know, career, um, you know, goals, um, uh, you know, understanding yourself and, uh, and, and, not being afraid to sort of admit to where you, you know, like we talked about earlier, you know, understanding, you know, how my, you know, not really wanting to, to be, depend on other people, you know, how does that affect me in life and how can I be better by being more comfortable being vulnerable, you know, those sorts of things. And certainly as an athlete, understanding, you know, as we talked about before, understanding, you know, my tolerance for pressure and understanding how to manage pressure, those sorts of things allow me to then be able to put myself in situations where, you know, I can handle more pressure and the reward is greater, um, you know, and I can do great things as a result of that. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Adjust your focus. Michael Johnson, uh, that was a trademark. Everybody thought sometimes Michael was standoffish, but Michael could get in the zone, get focused on what he needed to do. And once you get focused, then you will have the ability to establish the things you need to do to be successful. And of course, there's no there's there's no uh, easy way to do things. You can't uh, say, well, uh, can I do it this way because it's not as much work. No, it's not true. So I would think uh, uh, Michael's, to me, his tremendous ability to focus on the task at hand and, and then to accomplish it. How comfortable were you with feeling vulnerable? Oh, not at all prior to my stroke. I was, I was, I was, you know, I would avoid being vulnerable at all costs. I would avoid being um, dependent on anyone else. Um, you know, I always wanted to not have to be dependent on other people and be the one that everyone else could depend on. And um, so it was a very, um, it was a very strange situation, you know, to be in where I needed to be dependent on others. And it was, you know, because of my wife, you know, that I was able to, you know, sort of open up and be vulnerable and be comfortable with that. And um, yeah, and it was a it was a great lesson to learn. A lot of physical therapy, you spend a lot of time looking at yourself in the mirror mm -hmm. to look for symmetry. But what you can also see some days, what I would see is a person who is a shell of what I used to be. I have a walker and this therapist is gonna, you know, take me around the hospital floor that I was on to you know, get started. And so we just decided to walk around. We're going to walk around this floor and um, and kind of a circle and back to, to the room. And while I was doing it, he's coaching me because I'm dragging my foot. I'm not, you know, I'm, I can't, you know, he's coaching me on what to do, basically how to walk, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. And as he's coaching me and I'm listening to what he's saying and I'm trying to then duplicate those things, I can feel myself immediately. And he's, nope, you wouldn't be able to see a difference, but I can feel the difference as I'm trying. No different than what coach was teaching me and, you know, explaining to me on the track every day. Okay, Michael, you need to do this. Okay, got it. I can do that. Next rep, I'm doing that, you know. And so that's what was happening. So I could feel that improvement. And when we got back around, completed this oval and back to the room, I looked back and I thought that was probably about 200 meters. And I looked and I was like, and that took me about 10 minutes. I recognized very early in the recovery process that this is familiar territory to me. You know, when, you know, you have to be able to recognize the tiniest bits of improvement to keep you going. When you have to, you know, you know, deal with, you know, going through an entire day of training, really rigorous training and feeling like you got worse, but still being able to then come back the next day, you know, for more punishment and believe that it's going to get better. 
that's what I dealt with as an athlete. And that's certainly what I was dealing with as a, as a stroke victim and, and trying to recover. And there's no greater motivation than wanting to not have to be dependent on people and be a burden on people because you can't walk and, and wanting to get back to, you know, the sort of livelihood that I had before. Uh, Michael never really challenged me, at least to my face he did, on what we were doing. But as the years went by, we would almost read each other's mind. He knew what we needed to be doing. I knew what he needed to be doing. But he never said, well, Coach, I don't think we ought to be doing that today. We need to be doing this. He didn't do that. He wasn't brought up that way. Uh, I, to this day, I use what he told me. We had a, a meeting each year on setting goals. and Michael, I said, Michael, here's a piece of paper and a pencil. I want you to write me down your goals for the year. And he sat there and he didn't do anything. He said, well, you understand what I want? He said, yes. But what about the rest? I said, what do you mean about the rest? He said, well, don't I need to put it down how I'm going to reach those goals? And I said, yeah, that would be a good idea. He had gotten that from his daddy. His daddy had put him at the kitchen table for the start of each school year and asked Michael, what are your goals in school? Not only I want to make A's or B's, but how are you going to do that? And so that that changed my philosophy on asking kids what their goals. You need to go beyond that. Uh, it's good to say I want to run this or that, but if you don't have the goal on how to do it, it doesn't mean anything. We knew each other very well. We had a great coach-athlete relationship. Um, I think, you know, it started with, you know, coach, you know, sort of teaching me you know, why we're doing the things we're doing. I was very inquisitive about the workouts, why we're doing the things that we're doing. And then I realized, you know, the better I understand what the objective of the training is, the, the better I understand the objective of this workout, the better I'm going to be able to execute it. And uh, the coach was always teaching me and I would come to practice and it got to a point where, you know, he would test me, what do you think we're going to do today? You know, and I would say, I think we're going to, but I think today you're going to have us doing this or that. And, and if I was wrong, he would explain to me, nope, that we're not doing that because we're going to do this. And this is the reason why. And it, so eventually, you know, I was able to, to, to understand, you know, kind of coach's philosophy, which I agreed with, you know, and, and it, and it worked out really well. I could give also, I think coach understood that the better I understand this, the better feedback I can give him and the better he can coach me because he can't under, you know, he can't feel what I'm feeling, you know, on the track during the training session. So if I can provide the right feedback to him, uh, the better he can coach me. So it was a great relationship from that standpoint. You know, I, I understood how coach challenged himself. You know, I, I responded to somebody the other day on Twitter talking about some great coaches, uh, great basketball coach here in, in, um, in the U.S. Mike Krzyzewski and, and Bill Parcells, a great football coach. And those guys were talking about how, you know, um, athletes who, you know, get everything for a coach and, you know, don't question and those sorts of things, you know, and, you know, and just come and do, you know, those are the best athletes. Those are going to be champions. That may be true, but, you know, and they talked about, you know, athletes who want to be coached hard. And it was a very old school philosophy. And my and I responded to that, that, you know, I was fortunate to have a coach who challenged himself every day to be the best coach, you know, for himself, to be the best coach for his athletes and coached me hard because I, yeah, I wanted to be coached hard. I wanted to be pushed. I wanted to be challenged. But if I was pushed and challenged with, you know, for crap, I'm going to, I'm gone. I'm going to go to somebody, you know, you can't just push me and coach me hard, you know, not knowing what you're doing. You know, and coach was always learning, always challenging himself, always asking me, you know, for feedback, which was important. So 
it was a great relationship from that standpoint. And um, yeah, you know, I mean, the, the, the things that, uh, you know, we needed to do together, we understood that we under the coach understood me as an athlete and that I wasn't like every other athlete that he coached and that I needed something different. Um, and I think that was, that was critical as well. And one of the best examples of that was, and when I was in college, I had a lot of injuries. So coach talked about that, that first year, you know, as a collegiate athlete in university and, you know, finishing second in that race and breaking school records, I showed a tremendous amount of potential that first year. And, uh, but then spent the next few years, you know, not really fully realizing that potential because of injuries. And, um, I hated stretching and I hated strength training. I hated lift weight, lifting weights. Didn't like it. I loved running. I would show up at the track ready to run, no problem. Whatever coach had for the workout that day, I'm ready to do it. I'll do more. But I didn't like stretching, didn't like uh, 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 strength training. And so, you know, before my final year at university, I was, you know, I knew that if I don't get through this last year injury free and finally realize this potential, I'm not going to have this professional and Olympic career that I want. So I went to coach's office before the season started and said, coach, you know, what, what can we do? And, um, and this was probably some of the best coaching I've ever heard of. Coach said, Michael, you know, I believe in your career. You know, I believe in you and I believe in your potential. I'll do anything I can do. So let me think about it. Think about what I can do. You know, and um, and you think about it as well. And let's let's meet again in a couple of days and, and see what we come up with. See if we can't figure this out. I said, okay. And then just before I left, he said, hey, Michael, let's think about also anything that maybe we haven't been doing that we can do. I said, okay. I didn't get to my back to my apartment before I realized exactly what he was talking about. Coach had been trying to get me to stretch and lift weights and give the same commitment to those things that I had been giving to running for three years. And I had been, I just, I just didn't like doing it. It was some of the fundamental things that you have to do. And, and, and coach realized that, you know, Michael's probably one of those people who he needs to come to his own conclusion because me telling him to do something he doesn't want to do ain't working. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 